0: Merry Christmas, and welcome to the Mavs Corner. My name is Kyle Clish, and on this episode is the Christmas special, and I've got my best bud, Falcon, with me. It's a, it's a very special episode. Falcon, how are you doing today, man?
1: Hey, hey Merry Christmas, guys! Uh, again, always such a great introduction. I appreciate that, Kyle. I'm doing well. It's been a great holiday so far. Really excited to be back at this very
0: good. It's been it's been a long time, man. It's been since Halloween episode since you've been on two, t- literally two months. Literally, yeah. You know the hiatus wasn't meant to be this long, but uh, life comes at you fast. Uh, but no more excuses. I'm back now, so I'm ready to get at it. And we are glad to have you back. And guys, I I have to apologize myself. I'm a little under the weather, so Falcon's gonna be kind of carrying us this episode and it's a special one too because it's Christmas so we'll be talking a little bit about Christmas stuff like Christmas movies so but first we want to talk about the Mavericks uh Falcon it's been two months a lot has happened what what are you excited about what are you disappointed about with the Mavericks give give us your general thoughts first thoughts yeah absolutely so so far
1: uh, I think for how everything has gone with Luca being out you know getting an injury Thankfully, it hasn't been serious. Uh, but considering pretty much everything that's happened, our win and loss, uh, I'm very much middle of the road. I haven't had very high highs, but I haven't had very low lows either, right? So just kind of right there in the middle. I'm going to switch some facts, I get facts at you guys here just to kind of back up my analysis. So uh, currently, we're sitting points per game 117.2. Now, that ranks fourth of. If you look at it just a little bit deeper, off, our offensive rating is off the charge. We have 116.8. We're actually first in the league, and that's including powerhouses like Milwaukee, you know, the Lakers, uh, the Clippers, who I'm sure a lot of you guys watched tonight as part of NBA Christmas. Um, defensively, though, and this was something that Kyle and I talked about to you guys in the preseason, we're not doing as well as we should or want to be. We're currently 15th, which is very pedestrian and mediocre right considering the the guys the, the athleticism we have in the squad uh but overall there's really nothing that i can find to complain about considering our best players out so um it's it's been a little bit of everything right uh obviously we're kind of riding a low right now with that historic comeback and letdown that we let toronto have on us granted it was at home but still i mean that was that was a huge bummer we should have blown them out um Listen, we're still sitting 5th in the West. Um, if you kind of take a look at the schedule the rest of the way, I really don't see us falling below 5th, right? 6th, 7th, and 8th, as far as seeding, uh, they've they've fluctuated a lot, right? Now, we've kind of flopped with Houston, uh, but I think the top three are kind of going to stay the same. So, if by, if by the end of the season we're 5th or better, I mean, that that's pretty good, right? Ideally, top four, so we can get that home field, but... Um, Nothing to complain about uh, i'm I'm pretty satisfied so far. Um, and here's another interesting stat for you guys, right? So uh, there's a site out there that measures attendance of overall arenas, <laughs> right um, So last year we actually finished third in attendance, uh, which is a really, really interesting stat, right? because uh, well last year. Now, granted, it was the Dirk's farewell tour. That really wasn't a farewell tour because he never came out and said it. Um, but, I mean, no one really officially knew, right? Everyone was just kind of coming to see Dirk. But we have a much better team this year as far as uh, competitive, you know, like uh, competition-wise. And we're not uh, in the top five. We're actually currently sitting at seven. Now, this metric is measured the whole year. It's not just, you know, as per, it's not uh, based on a per-game I uh, think it's an annual uh, metric, but uh, just just interesting. Another interesting note, right? To kind of take part of like we have much better playmakers this year, and we're we're sitting less than when we had the goat Dirk. So just a, a stat that I thought was fun to kind of throw out there.
0: Oh man, um, that that's a whole lot that just popped up to my head that I have questions about. Like first of all, like we're we're number one as far as sellout streak. We've we've had a sellout streak since 2001. Fun fact. Mm-hmm but I guess we don't hold as many fans in the arena as other teams do, I suppose. Is that what you would think, Falcon?
1: Right. Uh, I think it has something to do with travel, right? So let's compare this to our counterpart in football, the, the Cowboys, right? Uh, the Cowboys, they pack out every stadium, no matter where they go. Uh, oh. You don't really see the same with the Mavericks. I'm not quite sure why that is. Now, obviously, it's not as big of a fan base. Um, uh, but but at, at the end of the day right like usually if you're supporting one major city sport you're supporting another major city sport in that same town so uh i couldn't definitively tell you why uh it's just it's just interesting right you, you said it just now
0: does that does that include away games like the attendance for their away games or it, just it does. Yes, it does. oh then that yeah uh, that that makes sense to me then yeah the the mavericks they uh they're a new team and yeah they're really cool and stuff luca's the like brand new superstar the face of the uh nba league but i think it's gonna be another year or two before they really like get the fan power behind them to be in the top five or whatever as far as attendance so right, right. uh
1: and that that's kind of i mean just even right now like i said we're currently sitting at seventh, right it's a lot about loyalty i think if there was one word that you could use to define our uh citizen you know people
0: of dallas or even fans of the Dallas Mavericks the fan base to the team and the organization. I think loyal would be the word. Uh,
1: I mean, this is one of the most diehard fan bases you'll ever you'll ever encounter. And I'm, obviously, we're speaking from one side of the glass. Uh, but it, it 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 just permeates up and down the organization. You know, and, and look at the players. Like how, how you hear these teams all the time, right? Uh, like the Knicks and the Heat. Uh, shoot, even the Lakers, right? you hear about player movement or, or players even wanting to move. And, you know, the NBA is very empowering when it comes to uh, player participation and, and, and say, right, and what they want to do and how they want to go about it. You never hear about a player within the Dallas Mavericks organization wanting to leave. It's, it's always been very uh, steadfast, and that is something that I admire greatly about you know our, from, from all the way up top from our GM and owner all the way down to like the training stuff we just have a great thing
0: here i'm not sure if you guys caught that or not but he described our fan base as die hard which is fun fact is a, is a christmas movie which we'll get to later but <laughs> <laughs> 100% a christmas movie. yes uh, <laughs> you briefly mentioned the very disappointing loss to the raptors it was a 30 point lead in the third quarter and they even had like a twenty point lead going to the fourth quarter, Falcon, just briefly, what in your opinion what what happened like who's is there who's the finger getting pointed to like whose fault was it uh, and
1: i I know I've talked to you about this in private. I don't know if I said this over anchor right um uh, but I'll say it again, momentum folks is a real thing right you you can blame Las Vegas betting right you can blame conspiracies, whatever it happens to be. When it comes down to it, the players on the court are what's going to make it happen. The players and the coaches, right? But primarily the players because they're the ones that have to make the shot, have the defending guard. Uh, I think momentum was the, really the biggest thing. And across all sports, uh, I've said this. If I've said this once, I've said this a million times. Good teams find ways to win. It doesn't matter how much you're down. It doesn't matter how much you're up, right? Like you're gonna If you're going to have to grind it out, you'll grind it out. If you need to beat them by 30, you'll beat them by 30 didn't happen the way we wanted it to but this is still very much the defending champions right like this Raptor team uh they're well coached they're a cohesive unit they haven't been hit much with the injury bug They, they had a couple right but at the time that we played it wasn't as bad and uh I really just think it was the home crowd getting the team back into the groove of things right defensive letdowns I'm not letting our guys off the hook right there was definitely some uh, mismatches some plays that we took off and you could see it on the scoreboard right like them just consistently climbing back up until eventually they got the W at the end of the day um,
0: yeah I, I don't I, I hear you, you know,
1: if I had to pick one thing momentum that, that was it they just had the swing of the home crowd and you know like every shot their efficient efficient shots just going in the net
0: I to me it revealed that the Dallas Mavericks which is not surprising they're not ready to be a championship team and that's not to say that they won't be by the end of the season, but like you said, like the Toronto Raptors, they're the defending champions and rightfully so. And so, I mean, that the experience showed, you know. The Mavericks, they're just not there yet. And, and granted, they were without Luca. They're number one players. So we have to give them some slack there. But then Toronto didn't have Pascal Siakam. So you can oh, go exactly. multiple different ways. But just they're, they're, they're still new. They're still getting used to each other, gelling with each other. And it's been going pretty well overall. Me personally, I, I think it's been going way better than most people have expected. Yeah. Uh, yeah
1: and, and to get back on track of what you asked you know, originally, as far as, you know, what are my thoughts? Yeah, it has gone a lot better. Uh, if, if you, I mean, come on, really, any, any of you guys listening, did you really think we're going to do this well on this ridiculous, like, away stretch of games that we're having against the top teams in the East? I mean, granted, I know the East is a little bit of a laughing stock, right? But the top four is still very competitive and, and, and can take on one through eight in the West any day. And so for the fact that our team is, are winning games on the road and if we're not winning keeping it as close as it is right like it's it's a testament to just how far we can potentially go and uh that's that's another word I'm going to use to describe our team i said this a lot during the preseason we have a lot of potential how much can we mold that going forward
0: right yeah um gosh i forgot what i was going to say um uh, <laughs> i'm I'm pretty sure that none of us expected them to be this well. And hopefully Luca comes back against the San Antonio Spurs. But guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Christmas movies. And hey, we might talk about maybe Carmelo Anthony. Oh, <laughs> guys, stay tuned.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, then. Welcome back to the Mavs Corner. On this episode, it's a special Christmas edition, and we've got our buddy Falcon with us, and the first segment, we talked about how Falcon is feeling about the team and other things, but now we're going to talk about some Christmas movies, and Falcon, I'm going to, I'm going to leave it to you right now. Do you want to talk about your, your Mellow deal, or do you want to save that for a different time? Oh, gosh. So let's, let's save that for a different time. I can go on an entire rant about Mellow. I really don't want... It's Christmas, I'm in good mood, good spirits, you know, I don't want to be... Let's... Yeah, um, right. let's keep it. Let's keep it the good spirit. So, let's talk about Christmas movies. Uh, me personally, there's there's so many good movies out there, and a and a couple of them are questionable. As in, some people think they're not Christmas movies, and some people think they are. So, I want to get your input on that Falcon, and we've already got your input for one of them. But Die Hard is Die Hard not a Christmas movie or what? what dude, one
1: hundred percent a Christmas movie, right? And so this question that you're asking is kind of like asking people. You know, pineapple on pizza? Yes or no, right? And and there are no pun intended hard people on both sides, and you know there's arguments be made for both. But I mean, Christmas is literally referenced in the first ten movie, uh, ten minutes of the movie, and Die Hard. Like, how how can you
0: like the whole if the whole thing is centered around Christmas? Like, how is it not a Christmas movie? I I don't know, and I <laughs> I've argued this with so many different people, and. <laughs> it's a real argument too because I've seen it on Twitter too and people still complain about it like yes it's a Christmas movie no it's not I'm like well I don't even care anymore I know how I feel about it it's a Christmas movie so
1: exactly you know like I used to have a professor
0: say this all the time you know opinions are like haunted everyone's got them but usually they're a little
1: smelly right so <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> yeah like hey listen if you don't think Die Hard is is a is a Christmas movie that's okay but you're wrong and I hate you
0: that's kind of like people saying that uh, they don't like Harry Potter. It's like, that's fine. You're entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, I was actually going to ask you about this.
1: So we talk about, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Is Harry Potter a Christmas movie?
0: Oh, my gosh. Ooh. what? Right? I'm going to have to lean right now, my first take. No. I'm going to have to say no, but that's tough. I, I would have to take more time to consider this one, but I'm going to say no to begin with. It's tough because there's clearly a a, a, a big segment in the very, in the first movie for sure. There's like a 15-minute segment of just Christmas. It's Harry Potter's first actual Christmas. So, man, you can have an argument either way, but I'm going to say no for now. What are, what are your thoughts? See, I'm, I'm going to swing the other way. I'm going to say yes. And as far as the movies,
1: what you said, right? A big part of that is just the fact that, you know, the further Harry and company grows older and matures, the less of it's going to be focused around him, you know, enjoying treacle tart and a pumpkin juice at Christmas feast at the castle as opposed to him finding Voldemort, right? Uh, So it's just, like, more screen time for all the action and fun stuff, the kiddie stuff that you see in the beginning. But I think it's 100% a Christmas movie, right? There's a reason ABC Family, at least here in America, Christmas movie, all the uh, Harry Potter movies during Christmas. Like they they do it two weeks prior, and it's on every
0: day on ABC Family. Huh? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I did not know that, but I do know that I think it's TBS or TNT. They do twenty four hours of a Christmas story, so we all know that one. That's
1: no oh, I mean, that's just a classic.
0: It is a classic. It's it's ran to the ground though. I mean, you have to like skip it a few years before you watch it again. That, me personally, sure. I I've seen it too many times, mm-hmm. but yeah. I've, Still a good movie. It's
1: not an every year tradition, but it is at
0: some point a tradition. Have, do you remember that Christmas movie, uh, Jingle All the Way?
1: Oh gosh, yes.
0: But, but I, I, uh, I, it's Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, uh, <laughs> it's not that great of a movie. After watching it, I watched it for the first time in like ten years, like two weeks ago. It's still okay, but it's like, ooh, not not as good as I was when I was a kid. But yeah, still a Christmas movie, guys. Um, there's A Christmas Vacation, there's Elf, and Falcon. What? Boiling this all down to the one question. What is your favorite Christmas movie? I mean, you, you mentioned a lot of good ones, right? But how can I say anything other than Home Alone? Oh, oh that's a good one. That might be a mic drop right there. That Whatever is. Think, I don't know if it can top that. Oh, man. That's, yeah, I don't know if I can, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this one in there. It's not my favorite one, but... No, it's up there. Lethal Weapon, yes, lethal freaking weapon. I'm too old for this stuff. (laughs) And you you PG'd it right there. I did. I PG'd it for everybody there. You're welcome,
1: Uh, welcome, (laughs)
0: listeners. I love it. See, for me now, we can segue into this. I have a Christmas tradition every year. I've been doing it for I think almost 10 years now. I bake brownies while watching Lethal Weapon. All Lethal Weapon movies, one through four while drinking Mike's Hard Lemonade. And I actually pour a little bit of the Mike's Hard Lemonade into the brownie mix before I pop it into the oven. It's a little it's a little weird because it kind of, it, like, it will dehydrate before, you know, brownies are ready. Yeah. But that's just my tradition, and it's been that way for 10-plus years. And I don't know. I've always had fun doing it. So, Falcon, do you have any traditions that you typically do? No, I, I really can't say I have. Uh,
1: I mean, other than the traditional... I feel like I'm just overusing that word, right? At this point, but other than the traditional get together with the family and opening gifts, nothing, uh, nothing that's been consistent, right? Like there was stuff I did with past girlfriends that you know we're we're no longer together, so it can't be a continued tradition. But you know there were things that
0: I didn't do with them. Um, yeah. Obviously, one one of them was to watch Wally, the Disney movie, mm. every year. And that was it's about that little robot that, you know, cleans
1: up, and then it finds its way on the spaceship, and they go in space, and humanity's gotten fat because they have hover chairs and whatnot. And the whole story is just kind of growing with
0: the Wally robot as he saves humanity. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, Falcon, I've got a good suggestion for you for a new Christmas tradition. you ready for this? What's up, man? Even, I think it, it might have just started last year, but every Christmas – is whenever it begins, the NBA All-Star voting. <laughs> so, guys, <laughs> if you haven't already, vote for Luka Doncic for All-Star. Vote for Chris Paul too. Vote for any Dallas Mavericks player. Please, but please. definitely Luka. Luka needs to be the captain, honestly. It's going to be tough. Now, that's a really good question. Falcon, Who do you think Luka could be the captain of the Western Conference, or do you think LeBron's going to be the guy? That's a tall order, right? And just being
1: realistic with it, LeBron does have nights where he takes off, right? But he's been there every night. Now, Luca was up until the last two weeks, right, where he suffered that sprained ankle. Uh, So, had he stayed healthy this entire time? Luca is, I think, honestly, the only person to give give LeBron the run for the money as far as captain. Uh, I think with him taking, I'd say taking a break, really just being injured and being
0: out, I I think the crown is going to stay on the king's head. It's got to be LeBron. All right, guys, that was the first part of the special Christmas edition. This is a two-parter. As always, thank you for listening to Mavs Corner. As always, you can follow the podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mavs Corner. Send us any comments, questions, send us a follow, anything like that. And as always, thank you for listening to Mavs Corner. And the second part will be tomorrow. You guys have a good day. Merry Christmas.